up, everyone? Thank you for tuning into Tethered, a podcast dedicated to helping followers of Jesus stay connected to Him day by day. My prayer for this episode is that it would encourage you, challenge you, and propel you to abide more deeply in Jesus. I hope you're encouraged by this episode. Let's jump right on in. What's up, everyone? Once again, this is your host, Joey Morales. I really appreciate you listening to episodes here on Tethered. If you've been impacted in any way by these episodes, please subscribe to the podcast to keep up to date on when episodes drop, and please share with your friends and family on social media however you share things. I would really appreciate it. For this episode, I gave a short message at an evangelism training event that crew hosted at the University of Missouri in Kansas City on February 4th, 2022. I spoke to the students present about how they have the greatest news ever that needs to be delivered. I reminded them about the importance of evangelism and how all believers play a part in delivering the good news of Jesus Christ to all people, including those in their sphere of influence. Without further ado, here's the message I gave at this evangelism training event. Well, thank you guys for coming out to our launch night. It's uh, really exciting to have all of y'all here. Um, thank you for making out, enjoying some delicious pizza I'd seen. How's that water taste? That water tastes good? Delicious. <laughs> delicious. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Well, I just, you know, I was invited to speak on, you know, just the importance of evangelism tonight. Um, I'm really excited to be and honored and, you know, to be able to share just a little bit about why evangelism is so important. So um, go ahead and do me a favor and go ahead and turn to Romans chapter 10, verses 14 through 15. And then while you're turning there, when you have a significant event incur in your life, what do you usually do? You tell people, right? Like, for example, you got into a sorority. You go tell all your sororities, like your friends, like, hey, guess what? I got into Delta Zeta. I'm in. Yay. Or if you got into that medical program, you, you go tell all your, like, your family and friends, like, guess what? I got into that medical program. I got accepted. I am so pumped. And then let's say, if, you know, one of you gets engaged someday. What's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to go ahead and post it on social media for the whole world to see, right? And so, or like, let's say if, you know, Noah gets that software engineering job, like he wants to go tell all his friends, right? So what do we call that? We call that news, right? And so that's what we usually do is we tell people when we have good news to deliver to others. And so whether that's events that happen in your life or events that occur in the world, there's always news being delivered somehow to you. So it can be known to others. And so everyone in this room right now has been delivered good news. The good news of Jesus Christ. As Colossians 1, 21 to 22 says, You all who were once alienated, hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled you by his body of flesh, by his death, in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach. So because God, because of his great love, sent Jesus to become our sacrifice so that we could be made right before him and enjoy harmonious fellowship with him. 
that was once severed because of our sin. So that is good news. So are we called as believers to deliver this good news to others? So I want to take these next few minutes just from, you know, Romans to just explain why we are called to deliver this good news to people far from God. So I'm going to go ahead and read the passage for y'all. Um, it's a very, very short passage that we're going to be reading. So let's go ahead and look at Romans 10, 14 through 15. And it says this. Um, it says here, um, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him in, of whom they've never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Notice how he keeps saying good news. So these questions are a set of rhetorical questions that the Apostle Paul is asking the Romans after explaining what it says in Romans 10, 13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so it's from this statement that Paul presents these questions to challenge the Romans to proclaim this message of delivering the good news. So let us look at each question very carefully that Paul asks. The first question he asks is, how then will they call on him in whom they not believed? Second question, how are they to believe in him in whom they've never heard? Third question, how are they to hear without someone preaching? And last question, how are they to preach unless they are sent? Let's take a look at the first, uh, first two questions. How then will they call him in whom they've not believed? Well, someone's got, we got we to gotta have a message to deliver, right? How are they to believe in him in whom they've never heard? We have the message, we possess the message of the good news, which is this, that we were once alienated and hostile in mind. That means we were wicked, we were sinful, but there's been a, made, a way made so we can go be made righteous before a holy God, and that is Jesus Christ. And so we as followers of Jesus must deliver this news because um, if they don't hear the good news of this gospel that Jesus died and was resurrected for their sin, they'll go to hell. And so we have this message. We got to go carry it out. Because if we don't, then again, those people will suffer the wrath of God. That is bad news. We don't want people to receive bad news. We have good news to deliver. So how are they to hear without someone preaching? How are they to preach unless they are sent? Well, everyone in this room, you are that person that has been called by God to go deliver good news, that sinful people can be reconciled to a holy God, which Romans 8, 5, 8, 9 says this, because of his great love for people, while people were still sinners, I added those words in, Christ died for them since therefore they have now been justified by his blood, much more shall they be saved by him from the wrath of God. And so you may not know that someone in your classes might be going through something like hard, or they're experiencing like pain, or there might be in like this cycle of sin. It might be your sorority sister, it might be a classmate. It could be anyone in your circle of life. Um, and this is not to guilt you all to thinking that you must save people. We're not able to save people. Only God can do that. And so we are called to deliver again the good news. We got the message right here. Um, my friend Joe, who led me to Christ, usually says it this way. We are in the sharing business. God is in the saving business. The Lord is the one that saves. 
We are just the messengers. We're the so-called paper boys or paper girls um, to deliver this good news. A lot of us follow Jesus because we've been personally affected by the good news. Someone delivered that news to you. I know it was for me. My friend Joe delivered it to me almost 12 years ago to this day. And it was the best news I've ever heard, even though at the time I didn't want to hear it. It's like, why do I want to, why do I want to know that I'm going to go to hell because of my sin, but because of Jesus Christ, I've been made right before a holy God? Why not? That is the best news ever. And so Matthew 28, 19 to 20 says this, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey um, all that I have commanded you. And lo and behold, I am with you always till the very end of the age. So in this room, probably all of you have, are very familiar with that verse, right? And so, but if you actually taken the time to dissect what it actually means, it doesn't say, go therefore, you pastors or missionaries. There is no like art, artist, whatever how you pronounce that, right there saying, hey, you got to be a pastor or a qualified person to go share the gospel. No, it doesn't say that. It just says, go, it's a command. He says this to his disciples who were at the time ordinary men. They were fishermen. They weren't the spiritual leader today. They were just common people. And so when Jesus says to go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, he's saying, as you continue on your journey, this journey called life. And so in various life stages, you make disciples. You share the good news with people or deliver the good news. Um, you need to deliver the good news to people that you know in your circles. Jacob at RSM, Noah, wherever the Lord leads you in software engineering, Emma in your marketing business, Michelle with crew. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> like, we have a message to deliver. You don't have to be a theologian, you don't have to have a Bible degree. You don't have to do what me and Michelle do. Like, all of you are equipped to go share the gospel. What you need is to continue growing in your faith. Learn this word. Meditate on this word. Apply this word. Share this word with people who need to know it. Because you have already have that relationship with him. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you, and he will give you the words to say. Um, because if you do this, then you'll be able to deliver the good news to people far from God. And so Paul finishes this section with an encouragement. He says, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. This encouragement comes actually from Isaiah 52, 7. And so, which says, um, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach good news, who publishes peace, who brings you good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says design, your God reigns. And so here's what a commentary says about that passage. Um, it says, since salvation only comes from hearing the good news, the feet of those who bring the message of Christ are beautiful. So like God is calling you beautiful if you preach the good news. Think about that for a minute. Like you're beautiful in the eyes of God if you're actually doing what he calls you to do, to go share this gospel message that, you get a chance to proclaim to people in your life that need to hear it. And God wants to use you to deliver his good news that will publish peace and salvation to those who receive it. 
It is the greatest, the greatest or happiest news because God made a way for people to be reconciled to himself. This should cause people to rejoice, to go share. Like, man, I got something that'll bring you life. I got something that'll transform your life because it brings glory to God when that occurs. And so I want to conclude saying this. Do you guys remember the newspaper? Who knows what a newspaper in here is anyways? I know I do. Okay, most of us do. Well, a lot of people aren't seeing those anymore as much, but it was published news and it was delivered, right? In the early days of newspapers, when newspapers were the primary method of delivering the news, when something big happened, the publisher would not only publish the normal daily paper, but they would publish what's called an extra. This, the newspapers were sold on the street, often by newspaper carriers, we know them as newsboys, who had a stack of papers and would sell them to any passerby. When an extra came out, they would chant, Extra, extra, read all about it! To call attention to the fact that something big has happened. And an extra paper has been published. The word good news in the Greek is the word evangelion. And so basically, that basically was like a pronouncement. Guess what? We won the war. Extra, extra, hear all about it. Like when the Titanic sank. That was a big extra. Same thing when, you know, Japan surrendered in World War II. Extra, extra, hear all about it. It was big news. The extra that you all can deliver is the good news of Jesus Christ. For who, for our sake, made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God, because of the great love of which he loved us, even while we were dead in our sins, made us alive together with Christ. That is the greatest news you can ever deliver to people. And so I just want to take time just to pray that we would be those paper boys or paper girls to deliver this good news that we have to people everywhere we go. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for every student here. Um, it's a blessing to know all of these students on some level. And I just pray that, God, you would just use us to proclaim your word to people who need to hear it because, God, people are lost. They're dead in their sin, and they need the hope of Jesus Christ that they can have an abiding relationship with him. And so, Lord, please equip us to go and share this good news with people far from you because, God, they need to, they need to recognize their depravity so they can experience your love and forgiveness and grace, God. And please, God, help us in every aspect of that. In your sense, let me pray these things. Amen. <coughs>